Peep game, you know what it is. It's your man S K Y Z O O Sky Zoo. Live out the borough, all the way out in Japan. Doing it the only way I know how with the Mega Lace Show. Let's get into it, baby. What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> you youngin' up in here. You know what I mean? We gotta get that demographic. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna bring us in, fellas. Is that All cool? Right. All right. Let's get it. Hey, there we go. Peace. Welcome back to The Mega Late Show. This is episode number 133. Oh, I don't even have an applause drop ready. Where is it? There we go. Hey. Uh, you know the vibes, man. Mega Late Show. Uh, I am the host, Mega, Grand Mega Flowers. And the Mega Late Show is a Tokyo-based hip-hop, art, and culture podcast. We come to you consistently. Content all sure. week. Multiple episodes. And recently, I've had like four different pieces of content for you every week. My, partner, my podcast partner, Late, has been doing uh, telephone interviews out in Atlanta. We got a new joint that we recorded with Elo Kush talking about his new album that just came out with um, the legendary Tokyo uh, beat maker, one of the premier beat makers uh, in the early beat scene, Buddha Monk. Are you guys familiar with him? Yeah. Yeah, y'all should know Buddha Monk. Find out about him. He's one of the OGs out here. He started in the LA beat scene with DiBiase and was uh, integral into the formation of that. And one of like the second generation beat makers in Tokyo after you know um, DJ Honda new job is in them so mm. yeah man check out that joint from late I would also like you all to go back that was early that was an early drop yeah we'll, we'll just deal with it but um, hopefully it doesn't happen too often I want you guys to check out the episode I just recorded last week episode number 132 that is with uh, Tahira Walker who is a singer-songwriter yeah and I heard a little bit of that that was yeah good, man yeah. she's she's dope she's actually um, she's been in Japan for like 22 years but her early life is so fascinating she's from Brooklyn grew up in the 80s and uh, you know her father was a jazz musician uh, and rap artist manager and so she she She's been around the culture for a long time, uh, recording with Jay-Z. She was friends with Jay-Z, childhood friends with Jay-Z, recording with Run DMC, and so dope. But r right now, she's doing some really dope stuff. And on the podcast episode, we talk about her sister, um, April Walker, who is uh, the founder of Walkerwear, which is one of the um, a pioneering hip-hop clothing brand that was, you've probably seen Tupac wearing Walker That's wear nice. jerseys like and, it looks cool. and yeah so April Walker is when I say pioneer and legendary I'm not understating that or overselling it she's she's really one of the most important people in hip-hop culture when it comes to fashion uh do your google so check her out man y'all right, uh, hear all these beats in the background this is a uh, hold on I'm gonna I'm let me go to let me go to another one that I want to hear here we go here I looked up Walker Whale and then this yeah. comes up yeah, you hear these beats, right? These beats are. Uh, oh, um, no. Uh, wear is in clothing, not wear is in location. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 Walker wear. Oh, oh. Yeah, but because uh, I got this. I mean, this okay, is pretty yeah. cool too. Uh, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah that's for the baby walkers, <laughs> yeah. you know. We she does a little bit of that too, you know, for the children. Uh, but Walker yeah, the, these beats, man. These beats in the background are all done by my man Jansport J. Uh, man, he's one of the finest. Peep his new album or his newest project, an EP called Any Weather, just dropped. He also has a beat on the new Benny album, um, that new Griselda, the new Benny joint, Burden of Proof. 
uh, the one is produced all by Hit Boy. He produced the beat, or he made the beat. I think Hit Boy produced the track. Hit Boy is so fire. God, like, yeah. gosh, that but, man is amazing. You know, that beat that that beat the Jansport J got on the on the album is the joint with Freddie Gibbs, and it's oh. hard. It's that's the it's the oh, hard joint. It's that one. Yeah, it's that. Oh joint, so. snap, bro. You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Damn. He's Jansport J is so dope. Go back and I think he's episode number one hundred and two. He came out here before um before the coronavirus situation yeah. really turned dire uh, but yeah check out shout out to him and uh shout out to his manager uh slim jeff they were both on the podcast man and y'all hear the voices in the background first let me let y'all know that my cousin my blood cousin alan valley is here of the hilt yes sir good to see you family thank you for having In- me introduce yourself too though yeah y'all know me uh i'm a valley I'm out here i belong to a group called the hilt it's a group of us we basically like Wu-Tang Brockhampton meets Dreamville. Shit. Damn. <laughs> I'm gassing this up, but for real, though, we uh we just start working out here. It's like eight of us um, just running through, you know, to Tokyo doing our thing. Man, uh, y'all been, they've been on multiple episodes, so go back and check it out. I got the first joint with Nair B, and then Nair brings Allen Valley, and he brings MJ the Sensei through, and then all of them bring uh, Giovanni through. Yeah. And I'm going to reach out to, uh, what is it, Crafty Kid? Yeah. I'm going to reach out to him. He lives right here in Toshimaku, so uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh-huh. whole hip-hop community flourishing, man. Yeah. And, uh, yo, I've been I've been wild hype all this week because, uh, you know, a lot of times I get artists in here that I, I, I respect their grind, but I don't listen to their music that much. That is not the case with my two guests today. I've had them on repeat so much that my wife was like, yo, I haven't seen you this excited to have guests on in a minute. You've been <laughs> listening to, yeah, I watched your inter- your your um your podcast, uh, both the, the pilot and then the other joint. Oh. I watched, oh, you mean the I, yeah, online one? Yeah, yeah, I watched. Um, I watched your performance that y'all had, which the production on was wild. The venue was really wild uh, for your live performance that you uh, did. Thank you. Of a, a variety of your videos and and uh, yeah, man. Uh, I, we're gonna we're gonna talk to both of them. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves, and then we're we'll uncover exactly who they are and what they're doing and who they're working with. So let's start with you, Wes. All right. Uh, my name is Wes Atlas. Um, I'm a rapper, a uh, hip-hop artist based in Tokyo, and um, yeah, I'm here with my friend. Yeah, so uh, I'm Tommy Crane. I'm uh, uh, in a group called Sogasa with uh, with Wes. We're more of a collective. We don't actually make much music together. We're just more like uh, we see Sogasa as sort of a label, like an umbrella that holds us together. So sad. Uh, yeah, but I- I'm also the same. I'm like a, a Japan-based rapper, but I don't know. I grew up in Asia, so... <laughs> Let's start there. Where, where did both of y'all grow up at? Right. So I, I grew up in Southeast Asia. Until I was seven, I lived in uh, lived in Thailand. And back in the day uh, in Thailand, they didn't have any good Japanese schools. So the only option for me was to go to an English school. So I went to a, like a British uh, preschool and, a, and an elementary school as well. So my first language defaulted to English. Okay. Yeah. And then I moved back here and I went to an international school. Then I moved back out to Southeast Asia in Brunei, where I grew up, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Interesting childhood. Mm. How about yeah, you, Wes? It's all over the place. So, yeah, I'm originally from Oita, which is like in Kyushu, West to, uh, West Japan, Southwest Japan. And then um, when I was seven, I moved to the States, and me and my mom lived in Colorado for about seven years. Oh, we neighbors. I'm from Kansas. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
I've never been to Kansas, but it's all good. I've been to Colorado like once, yeah. but it's dope though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where like, I guess those were like my formative years I, I spent in Colorado, and then for high school I came uh, to Tokyo, and then we met uh, in college, me and Tommy. Yeah, both of y'all are going to college right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to college. All right. <laughs> we went, we're, no, we're not done uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just feel so over it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm a part of it anymore. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> That's how I felt about my whole entire college career. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna laughs> clock out right. It's quick. so easy to get detached. What are y'all yeah. going to school for? Economics. Economics. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're it's actually a huge contrast, but it's pretty useful though, because mm-hmm. you learn about real life issues and stuff like that. So yeah. You oh. can apply that to your lyrics. I guess. Yeah. Or the business uh, side of music, right. I guess. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. which is kind of like one of the more difficult aspects of being an artist, an independent artist, because usually you have to refer to somebody who knows the business side of things. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's also difficult because you probably want to just, if you're an artist, you want to focus on the art, not yeah everything that comes after that, yeah. packaging right. and selling. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, man. So um, you guys are all from all over the place. How long have you presently been living in Tokyo? Uh, for me, like three years. So we've known each other for like three years now. Yeah. yeah. And so I was here for from the from like sophomore years. So like five, six years now. OK. Six years, I guess. Yeah. Hey, we got these young bloods on here. Yeah, they're yeah. they yeah. running it up. Out here. <laughs> That's what's up. I love to see it, though. You know, I'm, I'm an older cat, but uh, I'm, I'm a big I'm a firm believer that you need to communicate with the youth and have a youth mentor. So mm. I'll refer to y'all for a bunch of I look forward to getting DMs for me about just young people things. Like, Ooh, Yo, what, okay. is this? Yeah. what is this? <laughs> what is this new dance? I think I think even us, we're trying to keep up with the yeah. TikTok generation, you know, oh, generation true. alpha. How are you guys right. dealing with TikTok as it, artists? I, I don't nah. I don't understand TikTok. I at dabbled all. You, in it. But yeah, it's very difficult for me, for me to. Yeah. I so my it. my girlfriend has a 13 year old sister. I ask her everything about TikTok. What is a bop? Can you explain? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like uh, I don't understand this. Like what are they doing? And so it's yeah. like they're having fun. It's like okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All, right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my yard. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting your perspective on a variety of things, but but. Let's sure. focus on the art, yeah. man. Like, how long have y'all been making music? So, I've been, uh, you know, writing for about, I guess, like, four, three, three years, maybe. Like, three, four years. And then I was just doing it for fun. And then, I guess, eventually, I was just like, why not put my stuff on SoundCloud? And then that's how we became friends. Yeah. I was, I needed someone to get beats from, like, to make beats for me. And then he... We were in literature class together, and this guy's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, yo, I'll make a beat for you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I I was uh, playing the trumpet like for five years or something from middle school to high school. So I had some uh, music theory knowledge, and then he told me that he needs a producer. So I said, "I, I can just go on GarageBand because mm-hmm. I, I didn't pay for Logic or anything." So. Mm-hmm. I can go on GarageBand and make something. And he was like, oh, this is all right. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, so I took it more serious from there. But How long ago did... Uh, well, when did Solgasa form? So, okay. So, Solgasa basically is, uh, like we, like he mentioned before, it's a collective of, of four artists right now. Me, Tommy, and then we have Mikel Ko mm-hmm. and Viva Ola. They're more like R&B singers type right, uh, right. artists. And then... Uh, Three of us met me, Tommy, and Mikel in college, yeah. and we were all making music individually at first. Right. Um, and then about uh, a year or so into our friendship, we we're just like, you know, why don't we just come together and, mm. and make something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. That's one of the things I like about um, your collective is uh, all of you sound different. It seems like you all yeah, each have all different approaches. Different, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Viva Ola, is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce it? Yeah. Yeah. His stuff is a little bit more like almost housey, or like up-tempo, catronada yeah. like type of Super beats. Super fast. With some yeah, 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 my daughter was enjoying dancing to uh, Fill in the Groove. Is that the name of the joint? Yeah, so that's yeah. an older one, yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was rocking with it, but I was like, oh, okay, this is not like rap music. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Mikael, is <laughs> that how you pronounce it? Mikael. Yeah. Mikael Co. Yeah. is a little bit more R&B type yeah, of stuff. Whereas, yeah. whereas you guys, like uh, a variety of your music, Wes, you, you make like some rap tracks. So mm-hmm. what I would consider rap, whatever distinction within that genre. But it is very much like lyrics, yeah. chorus, lyrics. And, and you also kind of do the same thing as well, but a little more variation maybe. Yeah. Um, more singing on I there. I think the main so. distinction between us is that uh, like I, I always down I, I, I start with sound first and then you always start with your lyrics first mm. so I'm more on the production side because I produce everything I make because I'm obsessed with uh, getting the right theme across and I want everything to be centered on that one point uh, whereas uh, Wes uh, collaborates with a lot of producers like Viva Ola mm-hmm. as well he, he makes a lot of his own tracks mm. and that's how he started out actually mm-hmm. helping out Wes yeah, so I'm, I'm looking at my phone. You guys see me looking at my phone. I'm not checking TikTok right nah, now. I'm li- I got no, notes no, and I'm right. got making sure that I'm getting everything right. But yeah, so, no, I was just if I totally understand that balance. When I heard right. your track, I was like, okay, I get that. And when I was listening to your stuff, I thought the same thing. It's so funny because like um, my a partner in my group, uh, my man Giovanni. Like he is a producer at heart and at first, and then he like he me and him were in the discussion yesterday, and I was like, he was like, yeah, man, you really start like writing out your bars, you know, you think of words first, and then he's like, but you know, sometimes you if you want to break it down and think of the melody, I was like, yeah, I guess we we really do have that that switch and it's that balance that makes everything exactly. so nice, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we in in Sogasa we all complement each other really well because we have like good. yeah. So me and Mikel are more like kind of lyrical. Uh, not lyrical, but like words first. Yeah. That's how we uh, go into the music. And then we have Tommy and Viva who are more like music centered or the instrumental first. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but even then there's a huge distinction because like Wes is trying to just really express his message and get across. Whereas uh, Mikhail is really trend based. Like he's really a genius. Like he really like gets the trends like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very underrated skill. Mm. Because he's able to anticipate what people are gonna want, mm. you know, he, he's yeah. like a true like market-based artist, which is mm. really fantastic. And he's emotional too. Like, and yeah. he's emotional, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not fake; it's like real. But yeah. it, the sound is very trendy, so it, it gets the message across in a very relevant and very relatable way. I guess we can uh, introduce some of his music later, right? Yeah. 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 In fact, um, <clears throat> I'll probably play a track. Uh, during the public service announcement that I make later and you guys can listen to a little like one of one of the tracks I'll do a uh, maybe a collaborative track that you guys have done together in fact during the PSA I'll play PSA Ooh. all right so that makes sense, that Very makes sense. Nice. you okay. see how everything <laughs> connects okay. there but um yeah the second part of the podcast we're going to go through a bunch of your music we'll talk about it like you know the all thought right. process right. and things Absolutely. and also just share how dope it is but one Thank of the you. things that Thank comes you. across even though there's such a, a, a wide swath of sound that you guys are kind of operating and creating within there there's a uh, there's an authenticity there there's an honesty there um introspection uh, of yourselves and and i really fuck with it i've been enjoying 
your music uh, maybe a little too much. Like I haven't really listened to anything else <laughs> this week. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Puts a lot of pressure like, on well, you. Well, you know, um, that's one of the things I do this podcast for is to really find the people who are making waves and doing dope things in Tokyo. Right. And man, you, you, um, your collective, uh, it seems you guys are really kind of just consistently trending upwards in terms of um, getting your music to people, people uh, listening to it. I see um, your Spotify numbers. You know, you go to the artist and it says the numbers, the tracks, you know, hundreds of thousands of plays on them. Uh, how is uh, how has it been creating the music and sharing it like uh, the journey so far? Um it's are these like cornball questions? Am I going with no, like no, too no, much with the interview? Because no, no, no. I'm learning as well. Because you know, uh, we just put together the group, so I, I, I'm yeah. I'm studying game right now. So I hope that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same way for us. We're still, you know, we're still really early into it, and yeah. um, I don't know. It's just kind of playing out, I guess, in our favor for now. But you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think um, you know. Everybody that makes music isn't like destined or they don't have the components to really reach the widest audience and become super popular. But when I listen to your music, I'm like, wow, this is catchy, melodic. The production sounds fully formed and uh, so much about it sounds professional and ready to kind of reach, you know, a, a larger market and, and have people enjoy it. It, it, it's a little bit strange to me that you guys have only been creating the music for you know a, a short period of time because it sounds fully formed when you guys get on tracks with each other it sounds like you have been making music since your childhood and it's it, it's impressive to me it's like really it. it really is impressive wow. the yeah. production is one of the things that really surprises me too I'm, i was listening to it and i was like well if they're just like I didn't know who was doing production. Uh, I was listening to it, I was like, yo, who is doing these beats? Like, um, They go hard, though. <laughs> yo. Yeah, yeah. They like, slap, yo. Like, I listened to the playlist, right, on right. Spotify. Uh, but but I, I also, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I've also listened to the Saturday EP quite a bit from you, mm, Wes, right. and also your newest project um, from A Lockless Cage right, okay. quite a bit. And yeah. those are probably the two projects or the, the two joints that I listen to the most out of all the Soul Gossip oh, great. music. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds refined already yeah i think the lockless from lockless cage is a lot more refined like because it's just in terms of mix because it was created more recently Mm. yeah i think because we were more experienced yeah saturday ep was just like that was honestly like the first time i really thought about making music for real like actually putting it out and stuff because until then it was just you know having fun on soundcloud and stuff but Definitely. he mixed all of the uh all the songs on but saturday even then that was the first project that i ever mixed so mm-hmm. both of us definitely got better i mean he has an album coming up so mm-hmm. i was gonna ask about that because yeah. you've got the you've got the, at least the two projects right and, and the I newest an EP one and an album yeah and right. then i only saw the ep from you yeah. and uh, a few different singles and stuff on youtube but mm-hmm. well, when's the uh, well first let, let's talk about the new album tommy like when did right. that uh when did that release and what is it about that released on the 7th of october this year so maybe like more than a month and a half ago uh it took me like a year and a half or so to make it you know really long time i mean i had projects in between like psa for example uh but it took a while to make but the whole point of that was to solidify my background as a as an artist because if i go on making stuff that's more pop or more you know relatable that can appeal to a wider audience. I wanted something baseline that people could refer to, you know, just in terms of story. The whole album's about growing up, so mm. it's very basic. Why'd you sense. cut all your hair off? 
I saw you had mad hair just a few months ago. I don't know. I just wanted a change of appearance. You know, I finished the album and I was like, ah, kind of tired now. I just want to cut it all off. Being bald is nice, right? It is nice. It is really. I'm also a fellow bald person. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) But it's cold without a hat. It really fucked. That does so cold. Yeah, and you did it right before winter, too. So I did. I really did. It gets better, though, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it doesn't suck that bad. I mean, I do do like feeling the breeze on my skin instead of my hair. Yeah. Didn't you say also, like, uh, like the day after or like the day that you shave your head and it rains on your head or something it oh hurts yeah really bad. it kind of hurts when it, it rains mm. it hurt well uh, yeah yeah just when i just cut it i wasn't yeah. used to feeling the rain oh on yeah my it head. hits hard right yeah, it's just like, like i didn't notice like yeah, rain exactly. be hitting like that yeah, exactly. it, hit different. it hits on your shoulders or something but you're wearing clothes so it's one of those weird sensations like when you n- nobody touches your lower back and then somebody like gives you a back rib oh, oh there's a whole yeah. new set of nerves that are being it's exactly. strange what what is it called when you um when you're sleeping and then you feel like you're about to fall out of the bed what is the name the of that? sleep paralysis uh, no, uh, yeah but there's a term for it it's a, <laughs> uh, 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 hip, hip hypnagogic jerk a hip, hypnagogic jerk. hypnagogic all right we have to take a, an educational break right here i have to okay, find okay. out the pronunciation cool hypnagogic 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 yeah it sounds like nah, a, that's not it <laughs> like a remix song to like a snoop dog here it is here it is here it is uh, all right here's the pronunciation after this google ad brought to you by fucking google <laughs> yeah pay me oh why is it see they they oh, oh. i had to do it on youtube because they don't have it on uh regular shit i guess hold on here we go We should all get hypnagogic. That's right. I had it right. Hypnagogic. 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 Yeah, it's called. Hip- it spelled? Uh, so we break it down with the roots. Doing spelling bee here. Yeah, where's the etymology? Hypnagogic. The word comes from. What was that jerk thing though? It was hip- hypnagogic. No, like, a jerk, like this, like a- right. Well, oh. you know when you're when you, when you feel like you're falling out of bed, right? A hypnagogic oh. jerk. It, it's one of those weird sensations, like. Yo, that, wait, I have that though, but not even like yeah. sleeping in bed, just like on the train or something. I'll just kind of like. Yeah, and then it'll wake me up. That does happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always think it's like my spidey senses are tingling. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. my train stopped. See, I, if I frame things in terms of a spider sense, and and those type of things happen, I'll be paranoid all the time. Oh, wake up in the middle of the night from a hypnagogic jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying hypnagogic <laughs> now that I freaked it. Like, cool. you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. Just wake up and oh my god, like yeah. where's the intruder? Right. Yeah. I've okay. never had like uh, like sleep paralysis though. That sounds scary. I had it once. Uh, I've had weird. it a few times. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun though. So you're fully aware that it's happening. Like, oh yeah. Oh, you right. can't move yeah. though. Like, it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But, but you think you're awake. That's the thing. But you're not. But you're not because everything goes away and you wake up and you're in the exact same place and everything's gone. You know. Oh. I had it's it where weird. I was like having so a weird. hypnagogic <laughs> yeah. hallucination from the sleep paralysis where I felt a dark energy through the window and I felt like I was awake, couldn't move, but I could see the the, yeah, the, yeah. the energy. The, yeah. it, and it was a person that looked like they didn't have no skin on them, you know, like a oh red and, and yeah. yeah, it was it was a, it was a nightmare and it all happened to me once. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the first time it happened, it was actually similar. It was like the wall opened up and then like a really like dark like demonic figure 
was well, like standing there and a bunch of hounds yeah. came running at me. Oh Jesus. Yeah, but then I was wondering, like, I oh was man, scared at first. Cerberus is shit. No, I was scared, but then nothing happened to me. I didn't feel any pain or anything. So I was like, okay, this must be some kind of hallucination. Yeah. So then when it happened afterwards, I was uh, just enjoying myself. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Yo, I knew you were going to say yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, though. I tell right? people that, like, yeah. I enjoy my nightmares because after they're done, I just get to look right. back at them and I'm like, identify with an emotion that i had that i yeah. wasn't used to having Facts. it's uh, it's getting hit on the head when you know by raindrops and not it hurts but then it's like oh i'm, I'm through with that now. Yeah. oh yeah that's how yeah. we got into this i was like yeah thinking yeah. how do we get into it's because of the raindrops the yeah. raindrops yeah. on your, oh, okay. on your bare I'm skin so, yeah welcome back to the mega late show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we take long walks off of short tangents so i don't yeah. know yeah hypnagogic jerks i just i just noticed that Cause I, I always I'm always sitting over here and I don't know if I why I don't peep it but her guitar is a Yamanote sin or it's a like or JR, some shit like, the JR right? right yo that shit is hard yeah. that is hard bro um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Erica Ward she's an artist who's out here and Erica she is Ward. this is not even really indicative of the true fire of her nature Are you, she is so right. dope for real because that's that that is oh wild. she's got she's got some incredible pieces remind me um. To, to show or to to link you to her or what do they got? I, I think I've seen this before actually, She's like hard. on a postcard or something. I I might have gotten it somewhere. She's hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, hard is not the word. She's like a a really pleasant yeah. lady. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, <laughs> that's, that's how we describe heart. everything. Yo, that shit goes the hard. hard. <laughs> it's just there. Ask your ask your little cousin like, oh, is is she a bop? Is that a bop? That's a bop. That's she, a bop. Yeah, she's a bop. That's yeah. a bop. I'm gonna learn all the new slang by the end of this podcast. <laughs> man. I didn't it's, know that bop was new. It, I thought it meant kids bop. I thought it meant little kid music because oh. we had kids bop I when we were bopping. Like yeah, because you like, bop you know, your head to it, right? It down. Well, I, I mean, no, like nah, I, I just in the United States they had this thing called kids bop yeah. where they right, would take right, popular right. songs and they'd remake them for kids. So instead yeah. of wet ass pussy, it'd be like wet ass popsicle or some shit right oh, well probably not ass sexual, right? <laughs> right right but it'd be some it'd be yo some, but it do be something like that though it'd be, it'd be yeah. some real wild you know what i mean okay, like yeah, eminem yeah, lyrics okay, like rap god but it's like about gobstoppers i don't know oh it, but well, but i, I thought <laughs> i don't think you do oh but yeah like okay. maybe ruin, maybe once yeah. Uh, yeah well it's that nightmare feeling we were just talking about it's like oh i'm done with that now i'll okay, move on yeah well but yeah speaking of bop my so me and miles had this conversation uh miles is another one of my homies in the group he's from maryland and uh in maryland a bop is like a really far place Mm -hmm. yeah so like it's like oh yo that's a bop like coming out to your crib that's a bop that's really really far oh but where i'm from i'll be like yo that's a that's a bop yo can you bop that for me can you do that for me or something like that and so i'm just like oh yeah i need to bop over there and do this real quick i need Mm. to go over there like i just like it's just Inner, you just interchange right, it right, with right, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so whenever we talk, he's like, "Yo, man, you always are getting. Why are you taking my slang and mixing it up?" Mm-hmm. Like, nah, bro, it's just different. Bro. Yeah, it's, right, just yeah. different. it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. That's yeah. what I stole from him. It's calm, it's calm. What does that mean? It's cool. It's calm. Oh, okay. It's all it's good. Just, it's yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a problem, right? Right. Um, stole yeah. it from our British dons. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I was about to say. Okay. The the dude in our collectives uh mikhail he gets like the he like gets the young weird, thug slang like yeah. you know what young thug like he's got mm. his own language like him right. and uh future playboy cardi and stuff like yeah future they he's on that type of thing so like slime slime yeah, slime slat, oh, okay. yeah 
I do I use slime all the time. That's like my oh, favorite they, word. Oh, really? Yeah. Booling is a like you like that's that's blood code. I mean that's yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, be using booling. No, I use I'm slime, saying so I'm yeah, saying yeah, I'm yeah. saying yeah, yeah. That's interesting. See, we we you couldn't do that. Like, I grew <laughs> up, I grew up in the '90s in California with gang violence and real bloods and crips like yeah. controlling neighborhoods, and mm, you couldn't right. be like I'm booling or slob or. I think they. I think he is though. Right, the young thug right. though, yeah, yeah, but it's, from it's that inter- part of the A. It's interesting yeah. that 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 very cultural language is a pop cultural phenomenon now. Nice. But that's how all slang works, right? Mm, right. That's yeah. why it should be brolic now if you listen to Deces and Meryl. But or hey, um, let's let's uh let's deter from this tangent and go back to the music conversation. All right, all right. right. So okay. we are going to play a bunch of songs from your new album uh, right. at the second sure. part. But tell us a little bit about the Saturday EP. Okay, um, Saturday EP wasn't really like uh it actually wasn't like a planned out project i just kind of yeah. i had some demos together i had a few demos and i just put them together because you know i hadn't put out a project so um but i think they fit uh pretty nicely and that's probably why i put them together but yeah it was just it provides a vibe it provided a vibe a vibe yeah so um but i still like all the songs on it i just think maybe lyrically i've probably progressed since then and melodically and stuff but um yeah i still go back and mm. and listen to it sometimes now, now both of your uh your approach like your lyrics right the things that you talk about they're they're like um i don't want to say they're grown-up things but they're 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 deeper than observational lyrics or um braggadocio lyrics generally you guys are talking about you know uh your personal experiences, emotions, introspective things. Um, there's an optimism that I hear in both of your lyrics of you both. It seems as though you're both trying to find find out who you are and how to become better at being yourselves, mm, it, which right. is which is um you know not not a, a pop musical trope so to speak. Right. How how is uh what's your kind of a philosophy beside behind uh, your lyrics and writing? Is that a weird? I keep. I gotta refer to my co-host here. Is that strange or was no, that? No, actually, that's a that's really relevant. Okay. Really relevant. Oh, so like, yeah, I um, was thinking the same thing. I wanted to ask you guys that as well. Is, so. is that question too broad to to pin down or? No, I mean, for maybe me, just it, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just like, you know, it's just it's. I can't write a, like. When I hear a beat, I have to write exactly what I'm feeling in that moment. It's not like I have like a, all right, let me explore this theme. It's not like that. It's just like literally what I'm feeling in that moment. That's why sometimes I write like a verse and and I get that off my chest and then I don't feel that way anymore and I can't finish the song, you know? <laughs> like I can't go back and write Facts. the second verse. So for me, it's always just whatever I feel at that moment. So it's very raw. It's not um, premeditated. Yeah. Right. I think I'm probably the opposite. I plan, like if it's an album, for example, I think of an entire theme altogether. I'll even write it down and then I'll center everything around that. Mm. Because I usually work on a long project when I'm in a personal phase myself because I want that album to embody that ideology that I had to begin with. So I'll base it off of that. So I suppose it is premeditated in that sense, but I'll apply that theme to a very specific sound Mm. Or something, or whatever comes up. Yeah, but that—that's how I approach. Is it. that 
answer your question. Oh, I get it. Yeah, no, um, yeah. I'm always interested in these type of things and the way that people uh, take in information and interact with the world. So both of you kind of have different approaches. Like you're very much a kind of uh, feeling, perceiving personality yeah. type, and you're more of like a, a like a, a thinking, sensing type of personality type. Maybe I, I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, I'm using those terms from like the. Have you ever taken the Myers bar drop? Okay. Uh, the Myers what? Briggs test. Yeah, have have uh, you ever I've taken the the, uh, the Myers Briggs psychometric type indicator? No, I always forget what letter and stuff I am. So it's like you. Uh, I've taken a sixteen personalities test though. That's it. Oh, is that yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing? That's that's oh, uh, yes, that's the that's like the the popular website. All oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. you get you get the answer, and it's it's most likely accurate to your to your type. It's pretty but, similar. But yeah, yeah. yeah it, but it, it's not like the deeper deeper one which you don't need anyways but okay. that that is that has been something that's really useful for me in determining how i respond to things like i'm like oh like i'm not cut out for a job to be a ceo like i'm mm. better off being uh, an educator like you you i don't know but but yeah that's interesting i think that's right. a big theme i explore too is just trying to understand myself like trying to um figure out who i am like you said before and it's tough i have no idea who i am yet <laughs> Well, I don't either, man. I listen to <laughs> I listen to the songs a lot. I don't I don't I don't know either, but um but I dig it. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it also, you know, it, it it made me feel a certain type of way. Um especially my favorite song from you is probably either um Pink Lemonade, Monochrome or uh ID, I don't know, IDK. IDK? I oh, love okay. IDK. Wow. I, I love IDK. The 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 chorus especially, I just be freaking it with my own words sometimes. Oh. Instead of sofa, I say sova. I love that though. But yeah. Um, I, now, both of you, you rap in, or uh, you, you, you write your lyrics in English and also Japanese, and there's usually a combination of the languages on a track. Uh, how do you go about doing that? What, it, what How do you decide what's going to be in English, what's going to be in Japanese? I think some themes or some sounds, they just sound better in Japanese. But, I mean, we both uh, use English as our main. But I think we both consider Japanese as sort of like an instrument because uh, we can get it across to certain people. Or if, it, if we want it to sound even softer than English does, then Japanese tends to help because it's such a gentle language, I think. But Yeah, and the nuances are way different. Right, yeah. And the vowels are really wide as well. So um, I have a song called Overthink, and... Yeah, all of the lyrics are in English except for one line in the chorus, and my intention for it was like, I'm telling a whole story in English. So if you speak English, if you understand the lyrics, you can understand what I'm talking about. But the one Japanese line kind of sums up like the whole emotion of the song. So even if you don't speak English, you just listen to that one line, and then for the rest of the song, you're like, oh, okay, this is what he's ta- like. Yeah, yeah. I like you, this is you what get he's the rest of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically, in essence. Is there like a another intention behind it because you're in Japan and you want to reach a Japanese audience? The majority of your music is is English, but when you post the videos, there's usually Japanese subtitles. Uh, even yeah. the uh, the podcast or the live stream that you guys do right. uh, as Solgasa, you subtitle the whole thing for a Japanese audience. That's really, really dope. I can't imagine how difficult it was. That's all me. (laughs) Yo, that's that's amazing. Yeah, how do you pull that off? Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Nah, that nah, shit took so that's long. That's one up in the air right there. I was gonna say, like, man, that is that is not the automatically generated, uh, you know, uh, captions. Like somebody 
meticulously laid all this out. Oh, it's not all me though, because they transcribed it. Like I asked them to to you know listen to the English, type it oh, out in right, English, yeah, yeah. and then I translate it all to Japanese. It's, it's yeah, like a thirty-minute yeah. episode, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, we're planning to do those, bring those back, but we are. But we, we want to get someone to do, <laughs> yeah. to do those captions for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it sounds yeah. difficult. Um, like you were saying, like we also include Japanese into our into our songs, obviously, because we have a Japanese um, uh, fan base. I guess like people listening to our music. So, yeah. but I found out yeah. about you through a Japanese, uh, you know. Uh, neat Tokyo. Yeah, I, you know it's right. all Japanese, no English. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you must have a Japanese audience. Yeah? yeah, but that's something I think, for me personally, I struggle with because ideally I want to be writing all my lyrics in my most comfortable um, way, which is in English. But at the same time, you got to think about you know where it's gonna go, who's gonna listen to it. So yeah, that's a uh, something on my agenda. Absolutely. Are you uh, familiar with Dos Monos? You know, yeah. they um, all of their lyrics are, you know, maybe a line or two, a sentence are 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 all in Japanese, but maybe one or two English lines. But they also meticulously translate all of their music videos because, yeah. you know, they're with Death Bomb Arc, too, which is a pretty big, uh, not a label. It's like an artistic hub. Yeah. You know, like Death Grips, JPEG like Mafia, Clipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're with the U.S. label. Yeah. And that's a big label. You know, JPEG Mafia is huge. Clipping, yeah. Death Grips, um, Angry Black Men are with them, <laughs> which is a hard-ass name. Yeah. yeah. They're dope, too. Shout out to Angry Black nice. Men. But <laughs> but they do that, too. And, and you know, we've had that. Th- those are the homies, uh, especially Boats. I talk to him quite often. And, and you know, it's it's they're trying to... It's the limitation of making music in Japan, right? A lot of it just doesn't make it off the island unless it's somebody that's really interested in, like, Japanese music, but uh, maybe doesn't even know Japanese. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I dig the approach. My wife was uh, my wife was watching uh, the videos with me in the living room the other night, and especially you, Tommy. She was like, I like the way he raps in Japanese because a lot of Japanese rappers, maybe the ones that don't have an uh, experience with English they don't sound dope to her it sounds too kind of choppy but you put a little uh, the way she said it, it sounds more melodic to her the way that mm. you rap in Japanese thank you uh, I'm I'm curious what what uh, what you guys think about the Japanese language in rapping lyrics like sonically and yeah stuff. well uh. also um, the kind of limitations of it or or the kind of um, Maybe what is what would be the opposite of limitations? Like the benefits of, of right. using yeah, it like versus how language? expansive it can yeah. be. Yeah, and, and I mean, you yeah. value you you're you know you're fluent too, and and you also rap in Japanese as well. Yeah, even with the freestyles, he's oh, he's damn. Oh, really? Valley yeah. is hard. Yeah. Oh, yes. wow. I wanna, <laughs> we might have to hear some of that later. <laughs> he, he he. I mean, off the head, even with the Japanese, he, that's yeah. how fluent. Really? He is wow. Yeah, I yeah. can't really do that. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't so, do it uh, at all. Right. Coming up in those uh, Hiroshima ciphers, I used to live in Hiroshima, oh. and I was okay. uh, I was rapping under a different moniker at that time. All right. And like, yeah, just the only way I could get a spot on stage is if I freestyle battle somebody downstairs. Right. Did that enough times, they finally let me in the club, oh. and I just yeah, damn, and just getting my ass handed to me on stage all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, crazy. So. What do y'all? What do all of y'all think about Japanese language and rap? Because I, I think it's exactly as you said. It, it sounds so staccato, like it sounds so choppy, you know. But the reason why 
my even when I listen to it myself, I, I can tell that mine is a bit different because my intonation or in, is that correct? Yeah, intonation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very English, mm. like the way that I rap or sing in Japanese. So it sounds smooth with the English stuff. So on a technical level, I'm actually doing it wrong. Like I'm not really pronouncing some words correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's part of a song. So it's, it's, calm, it's all yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. yeah whatever. That's what yeah. Viva does too. He's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He yeah, always yeah. says like, I want to rap. I mean, not rap. I want to sing in Japanese and make it not sound like Japanese. Yeah, like he, like he slurs that. a lot of his... Uh, yeah. It should be going up, but instead he sort of just mellows it out. And I do a similar thing, but all the rhythms and the patterns are in English. It's just Japanese words. Mm. That's why it sounds different, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Um, like, Kojo does the same thing, too. But also, Kojo, he, you know, he, he became a hip-hop head in new york and it's he he understands the english language and english rapping and the way to approach rapping in in english to such a degree that it forces him to alter the japanese language to suit his desire for flow and cadence so a lot of times he'll you know chop off the end of a word or you know give it a different intonation or uh, a rising or dropping intonation just to make it sound different over a flow yeah uh, my my Japanese is not really dope enough to uh, pick up on any of the real nuances of it, but as just a listener and listening to it as an instrument, you can tell when people are doing something different with the language. Right. And mm. I, my wife picked that up very easy on on your music, but I mean, I, I hear it like, why is it that I like Kojo's rapping so much more than I like this other person's rapping? Um. You know, they're rapping at the same speed, but <laughs> Kojo is able to kind of manipulate the language. Right. It's like he can control his like wave patterns. You know how he goes out. I've noticed that recently. Um, I've been doing a lot of jam sessions out in West Tokyo, and just like really just trying to study like Japanese rappers again, and like okay, how they enter the flow, how they enter into the beat, and like how they break it down, and like because sometimes I hear some wonky beats, and these dudes are just still spitting, and I'm just like, yeah. bro, why? <laughs> but you know, and it, and I'm just like, okay, well, and it. That's why I think it's really expansive. And then those rappers that also like throw that reggae flow in it mm. and then really just like twist it and make it crazy. Yeah, um, yeah I really vibe with that. But I, I, I agree. I really think it's like those spitters that like that take it in like they just transform right. and turn it a little bit. It's, it's always nice. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how like yeah. you're living in Japan studying Japanese rappers doing <laughs> like hip hop. It's kind of cool. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, it's a crazy phenomenon. I feel like there's so like just the the melting pot of like music that happens and how it happens in Tokyo. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. I, I don't know what it is, but I tend to enjoy Japanese rappers that can speak English more. Not that they're rapping in, in English, but like Meizo even. Meizo is so dope and he doesn't sound, uh, you know, just thinking about it, like um, the way that the Japanese language functions, right? Each syllable sound is the same amount of time uh, to pronounce, right? So it's like ka, ba, ta, you know? It, with English, the way that our vowels function, consonants function, we can pull and draw one out and change it. Yeah. Right. It's almost like the difference between um, a, a horn player that can hold a note yep. and and manipulate a, a longer note or something versus like a drummer. Yep. Whereas like Japanese yeah, is very much exactly. like it's it's exactly. a little bit uh, of a you know 
two types of rappers the ones that mm-hmm. rap and, and even in english we talked about this before like yeah. there's mcs who rhyme like horn players and there's mcs that rhyme like drummers it's, right. it's interesting absolutely i was gonna say um we have a, a mutual friend mutual like collaborator named jua yeah. um he's yeah i've heard of him yeah yeah he's not in Sogasa, but we work with him a lot and the way he raps is like he also speaks french so he incorporates like french english japanese and in like one sentence yeah yeah that's crazy and he's really hard to understand it's crazy but it sounds amazing yeah Yeah, so you should check it out um you know um when we first started the podcast like four years ago my my co-host uh then uh steve uh, steez he uh he was like yo do you want to get this guy on the podcast and it was jua oh and and we just i don't know whatever happened but we never got him on but i followed his music a little bit since then Mm -hmm. and yeah uh it his is another one of those artists it's like this is wildly different than your carbon cutter, like cookie cutter variety yeah. rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless if they're making like more contemporary trap sounding Japanese rap or if they're making like boom bap style rap or Drake ish style sing song. Yeah, rap, you know, uh, whatever. Is that is that is it kind yeah, of freaky like that? Drake-ish. Verb? I feel like Drakeish rap. Yeah, we should. Well, Drake we should does make all the that tropes. a term now because like it's yeah, like Drakeish yeah, yeah. rap. Drake does everything though. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's made the British accent a style now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, I was I was a, a little bit like, come on, bro. It's a bit you, weird. You yeah. need to stop I'm it, bro. Why you why you capping like that? I'm fiercely against Drake as like an idea. Not to say that his music's bad. I'm sure it sounds great, but I just don't contribute yeah, to that. Yeah, it's just not. It, 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 no, it does sound great, though. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's, that's the reason why. Like, he's so good at doing all this stuff, but it's like it, sometimes it seems, uh, I don't know, a I, bit I, fake. I, I don't I don't care for him but as like a, sonically as a person, good, though. but the yeah. music's fine. If I hear so, it in like a Forever 21, which it's is like a lot plays, of training. So. That's what I feel like Drake is when he's going to different styles. Because, like, you know, usually when you have a style, you like – you suck in and you, you, you it comes from a, a place sure. like in a, of an organic place. Yeah. But I feel like Drake is just like, all right, I went here, I'm in the studio, boom, 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 boom. I break it down, I lay down a formula, and bam, mm-hmm. and that's how he... It, it's yeah, almost yeah. like that, that ability you were talking about with uh, Mikhail Ko, where he kind of anticipates like yeah, a, yeah. A, a sound change or something that is going to work so. well. And, and Drake is really good at that. And like he you is. were saying, that that is a tremendous talent. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't care about Drake saying ting. Yeah. But I mean, I think Drake is big enough now that if he starts that kind of thing on his own, it becomes a trend, right? Other people mm-hmm. will follow him. Uh, everything yeah. he does is like, you know, a cool thing. People are like, yo, I'm not even going to acknowledge my son. I'm just going <laughs> to, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. It's just Drake. Yeah, just do that. Yeah, I keep the just, world for my Drake. son. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I would say no shots at Drake, but always shots at Drake. And the <laughs> shows being good for that. Like, yeah. uh, to, to take the conversation away from Drake, enough people talk about this fool that we don't have to do it here. All right, yeah, so let me give you guys a bit of a PSA here. Um, public service announcement. Well, first and foremost, I want to let you guys know that I have started blogging with Polly Rhyme, who's out in Honda. Uh, just mostly writing about hip-hop culture, things here. Maybe sometimes I'll write about the Mega Late Show, or I'll talk about how trash Barack Obama's respectability politics are. So check that out. That's at Moto Nice. Also, we've been doing a political podcast with a variety of individuals called This Is Not Information. Um, that comes out, well, we record that every other Tuesday, and so it's like a buy uh, bi-monthly pro- a project that you can check out if you'd like to hear more of my political um, thoughts, which I, I tend to barrage, like a 
I, I tend to I tend to hit all my guests with that in between. You guys have already got probably about thirty minutes of some Marxist shit uh, before we start <laughs> recording. That's the first uh, thing we got too. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. So uh, check that out. And um, also, I want to let you guys know about this PCA. Yes, sir. Which is our guys here in studio, Wesley Atlas, Tommy Crane. It's yeah. called PSA. This is hard. Play it safe. Keep it low. I've been down, real down, gotta grow. Ain't no space for me to breathe in Tokyo. Fuck a motherfucker, they ain't gotta know. Play it safe, keep it low. Never drown, I'm afloat by the coast. Ain't no place for me to meet them toe to toe. Fuck a motherfucker, they ain't gotta know. Pen held steady, but the ink blocked. Pouring liquor on a sink top. Will I make it out? Now I think not. Everybody cooking for a club off. That'll pop off and making bitches do the plug walk. Fuck you supposed to do when the ceiling caving in? Do you keep it to yourself or do you go and tell your friends? Cause by the looks of it, they don't even want to know. Just a pillow full of gas and some words to let it pass. It's burning in my soul. I'ma keep it on the low. Mine is taking me to places I ain't never been before. Used to see him just as strangers. Now I'm counting them as foes. Toxic, but we Still find it hard to let him go. Nothing is set in stone. Ishigatsuyo hodo. Dare mo kamo damara seru sugoi mono. Mawari ni iru nakama wa saikoho. Demo kekyok saiko wa dai solo. Play it safe. Keep it low. Keep it low. I've been down, real down, gotta grow. Ain't no space for me to breathe in Tokyo. Fuck a motherfucker, they ain't gotta know. Play it safe. Keep it low. Never drown. I'm afloat by the coast. Ain't no place for me to meet them toe to toe. Fuck a motherfucker. They ain't gotta know. And I got too many reasons to fucking quit. Ran into problems that I didn't even know exist. Back is pushed against the ropes, but I'll never give. All this energy come hand in hand with nervousness. And I got too many seasons of fucking up. And it's getting hard to breathe in this button up. I ain't really gained shit from trying to open up. So fuck that. Now I'm shutting up. Watch two eyes to the dark. Flow shook fast, they approach. Turn the knob for my microphone. Face scarlet, I'm going along. Spit a bar, ain't no wind, but they gone. Shoot the ladder, drop the snakes to the floor. Black venom spread all over the globe. Nine to five, Nine to five, five. Play it safe. Keep it low. Keep it low. I've been down, real down, gotta grow. Gotta grow. Ain't no space for me to breathe in Tokyo. Tokyo. Fuck a motherfucker, they ain't gotta know. Nah. Play it safe. Play it safe. Keep it, low. Keep it low. Never drown, I'm afloat by the coast. By the coast. Ain't no place for me to meet him toe to toe. Fuck, fuck a motherfucker, they ain't gotta know. Yeah, so um, I mean that's hard. <laughs> yeah, so pay attention to that. All beats this episode brought to you by Jansport J. Come on, man. Oh, what's my guy. this? It's called the Omen. Have me spitting bars on here, yo. Oh, wait, you're on this? No, no, no. I was just like, I'm here and I'm just like, oh, I oh, want to spit bars yeah. on this. This mm-hmm. is hard. Yeah, so, um, man. Oh, we'll I thought I was about to start rapping. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really do that anymore. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. You guys want to freestyle? You can go for it. But, um, no, I'm good. He don't know. He, he'll never stop. He, he is just a, <laughs> a rapping ass rapper. He, I've he, been taking breaks these days, though. They asked me to freestyle last night. I did one. And I was like, I'm done. Hey, Damn. I've been chilling. I've been chilling. I've been just trying to take in information. Okay. Instead of put out information. It's good to do that. Yeah. Ebb and flow in your creativity. Exactly. Yeah, man. 
But uh, yo, um, I'd like to go ahead and start rounding off the uh, the first part of the podcast here with you guys, and the sure. second part we'll actually play more of your music. We'll talk about it. We'll 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 get into other things, whatever we like and whatever we'd like to speak about. Um, I do want to. Uh, I had another I had another question uh, about the uh, coronavirus and how you guys have been maintaining with uh, with that and your mental health over the last year or so it's been difficult yeah or maybe not so much how you guys dealing with the coronavirus out here yeah um for me i was uh during the corona like period i had a lot of time on my own at home because my mom went back to like the relative uh, my relatives in kyushu and stuff so it was a very like i don't know introspective time like just spending so much time with just yourself and like you know trying to figure out what you know the best way to be you know productive and mentally stable and all that shit like so it was um it was a big period of growth for me i think um so i look back on it and i think yeah it was like overall it was um a learning experience um yeah i mean definitely the same but i think the main thing i noticed with coronavirus was less about myself and more about just everything in general how people react to things and how chaos is just like a regular state of mind that most mm. people need to have and when everyone was uh, sort of pushed back and told to stay inside and they can't be a part of commotion and chaos they tend to lose their minds because they're just so thirsty for you know i, I don't know what it is attention or uh, sometimes you can't sit with so yourself social yeah. socializing yeah i mean it's not a bad thing to want attention but it's just crazy how fragile everyone is and it yeah it definitely taught me a lot so it was very interesting yeah, yeah but i was fine y'all did better than me shit i gained 20 pounds this year just chilling <laughs> <laughs> i stacked some on too i was just chilling for the for the yeah, first I, bit nah, i'm just me and uber eats were so tight <laughs> oh yeah you get the same guys too like the same delivery no nah, nah, i mean here it's like there's a million uber eats guys True. out here so i just yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I didn't want to see them either. They got the whole program where they just leave it at the door. Uh, no contact. So I just, yeah. yeah, they don't get to judge me. And if they do, it's like, like yeah, it's I'm like, ordering for Burger King again. Yeah. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, um, one last thing. I like to give a shout out or highlight something that's dope in Tokyo. And Wes, I, t I told you, like, if you've got something that you feel needs to be shared a location person place thing event um both of y'all please let us know uh what it is and where to find that something dope um for me i wanted to shout out uh the service that helps us the distribution service so all right yeah. um you know people that independent artists that release music usually they do like tune core distro kid like all that um but the people we work with they you know they find artists that they like and they that that they want to promote and um they give us a little extra push because they you know believe in us as artists so they've been really helpful since we've um started working with them we've gotten a lot of like um you know we've gotten our music to the people that we want to get it to so um yeah it's been really it's been well, a what's blessing what's their name uh friendship so friendship. they're uh the the parent company is a music label in japan called hipland and they're they're not hip hop they're more uh they more indie yeah yeah or indie like rock, rock bands yeah, yeah. there's a famous japanese band called sakanakushon 
that yeah that's one of my favorites i got all the albums really oh, yeah really? i can sing oh, them in karaoke like it ain't nothing oh damn that's yeah. A, yeah. hit that shit dog i know you don't freestyle no more but you want to put on a beat <laughs> da, 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 da. no i'm good <laughs> but, but yeah no, they dope though yeah so sakanak show is one of the uh the biggest uh names to come out of that label and then so they created uh, a different um, distribution service like TuneCore, like DistroKid, but it's more um, involved. It's way more hands-on. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more artist development type of. Yeah, uh, right, right. So thing. basically, like in the beginning, I just found their, uh, well, through Viva, I found their uh, online like submission uh, forum or something. I put my music in there. They cur- with these uh, this group of curators, they looked at the music and they said, okay, this is dope. Mm. Had a meeting. And then from then it's been like. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. Did they have like a social media presence or is it just? Yeah. Like, uh, you just look up uh, friendship, I guess. And I mean, that'll okay. get I a mean, lot of hits. Uh, but yeah, probably. Peep yeah. game right now. Let me see. Well, I mean, yeah, just just uh, s- message me the the link. I'll put it in the show. Okay. Right, yeah, right, for right, sure. Right. Right. Yeah. You have anything in particular, Tommy? Uh, oh, well, maybe uh, some refugee support groups just based out mm. of universities yeah i mean it's a very underrated issue in japan like not many refugees that are running away from you know dangerous countries get let into japan even though all they want to do is just work and it's a big issue right now in japan because our workforce is completely declining so it's completely ridiculous not to let in willing right. workers uh you know who are also in, in need of lives right. so there are I some th- university groups that support that like um sofia university like srsg uh, they support, yeah, and th- they uh, hosted our first gig ever. As are well. you are you guys going to Sophia University? It's my friends used to go to Sophia. No, no, we we yeah. go to Ko. Oh, you go to Ko. Yeah. Oh, we, you yeah. Ko boys. I went to Waseda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there beef here? Okay. Uh, no, yeah. it's no, like a, no, it's like a little bit rival, but I don't really no, I don't really no, know. I'm not mm. that committed to my. Uh, <laughs> I was only there for <laughs> like a, like a small amount of time, so I can't even say anything. Uh, could yeah. you say the name of the uh, one of the organizations or the uh, Sophia uh, SRSG? It's Sophia Refugee Support Group. Mm. Yeah, that, that's oh. that's the word. Yeah, man, I I agree with you. When they had the uh, the crisis in Syria a year or two ago, mm. um, you know, most of the uh, most countries were allowing a certain number of uh, Syrian refugees into the country to kind of help you know them escape that that turmoil and absolute chaos in tragedy and japan only led in like less than 10 yep i think yep and so um for for a developed first world country that uh benefits from you know the global market it's absurd that japan has these really kind of outdated and archaic rules about the uh the number of refugees that they allow in so so yeah man i really appreciate you shouting that out actually Um, well they do good work so i think they're worth a mention yeah Bet. Um, yeah, well, that's it. Here goes a show that's coming up. I want to let you guys know about Nambu- uh, Namboku Records, uh, kind of a showcase that's happening uh, the day after Christmas, December 26th. It's going to be at um, Batika in Ebisu. Yeah, and that's my so, and that's my guy, um, Aaron Cholai. There's going to be a lot of cats. Miyama McQueen is going to be there with her trio playing the Kodo, um, FKD, the beat maker. Aaron Cholai is going to be doing... Uh, tracks from his new album raw denshi uh, with a sextet and man it's going to have a photo exhibition i really love all the music coming out of there aaron's album is one of my favorite this year so definitely um keep an eye out for that you'll probably see me there unless the coronavirus numbers get uh even more dire but uh yeah uh that's it for uh that's it for part one of episode number 133 with wes atlas tommy crane 
my co-host. Let's do some social media drops. Co-host. Yo, um, yeah, catch me on Instagram, uh, A Valley, the A dot underscore dot Valley, you know, and from there you can see everything else. So we good. Okay. Uh, my Instagram is just Tommy Crane, no space or anything, just Tommy Crane. Tommy, Tommy with, with an I. Tommy with an I, yeah, and Crane. We've been fucking up our spelling all Crane is in the bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Wezzy Atlas on Instagram, W E Z Z Y yes. Atlas. Atlas with an S at the end. Yes. Not a Z. Yeah. yeah. I saw an ad the other day that's or not an ad, like a event info. It said Mom Crane. They spelled your oh, name yeah, M O M yeah, Crane. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. Mom Crane. Yeah, it might be Mom time Crane. for some rebranding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mommy Crane. <laughs> Mommy Crane. Yeah, yeah. Mommy with an I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mommy with an I. Word. Um, we're gonna go out to this track by Daichi Yamamoto. It's produced by my homeboy. Ooh. Uh, Flat Stanley Check out Flat Stanley's new joint If you go to Moto Nice You can see an article that I wrote about him um, Altering and customizing SP404s He's fixed so many of the greats DiBiase's and everything He's really one of my favorite beat makers But peep this joint right here Aji Sai This is so hard right Flat Stan with the beat
Yeah, other side, other side, boy, I get the mama side, cover the yuku, yuku.